piping porridge. Here's to the biscuit top. Here's to the java flowing like lava out of the coffee pot. Here's to the eggs and bacon. Here's to the waffles unique. And here's and here's three rousing cheers for the best meal of the week. Or oh, it's Sunday morning. Hi, I'm John Jackson. And I'm Greg Patton. And we're the Food Guys. On a previous program, we were talking about peanut butter, and I was somewhat amazed to discover that one of my favorite commercial peanut butters was now using palm oil. Somehow, palm oil doesn't belong in peanut butter. Why do you think it was added? Because palm oil is an incredibly cheap oil. It has now taken a position worldwide somewhere around 50% of vegetable oils. That seems amazing. Now, palm oil has been around for a long time. It's the African oil palm or right. palm oil mm-hmm. tree that has been dispersed around the globe mm-hmm. in the last 50 years or more, particularly into Southeast Asia and Malaysia, and it's having an enormous impact on the environment. Now, that's one issue. The other issue with palm oil is it's creeping into all kinds of products, and it's not necessarily a healthy product itself. It's Mm -hmm. somewhat reminiscent of the problem that we encountered with canola oil. And high fructose corn syrup, where it's included in all kinds of different places where you don't expect it. Highly useful from the point of view of the manufacturer particularly of processed foods, but not necessarily for the consumer. We have to get back to reading labels. Yes. We should never, ever give up reading labels. Keep your eye on those labels. (laughs) The thing is, too, you have to avoid processed foods because it's the processed foods that are going to be containing the palm oil. If you look at labels of processed foods, they're 20 lines long sometimes. To try to find what's actually in it can sometimes be a problem. Particularly with palm oil because... Evidently, it doesn't always need to be identified specifically as palm oil. It's often referred to as vegetable oil, which is true. It's true. It's creeping into things like mayonnaise, for instance, even into over-the-counter oils that are called vegetable oil. If you can notice that palm oil is one of the ingredients, My advice is to be a little leery of it. It has some advantages. It does, admittedly, has some advantages. But it's very high in saturated fats. And as a consequence, it has the ability to be a solid at room temperature. So therefore, it can be a useful substitute for butter if you're making pastries and stuff like that. Yes, you could probably include some palm oil into it. But I think you mentioned about the environment earlier, how it's bad for the environment, and how there are certain species, especially in the tropical areas where the palm grows, that are actually endangered. And the orangutan in Borneo is a really endangered species because 90% of its habitat, I read, has been destroyed in order to grow the palm oil trees. Yes, that's right. And so, in fact, it was becoming such a dire problem that they quickly formed an organization which was called the Roundtable on Sustainable Palm Oil, RSPO, that was formed to work with the palm oil industry to address these concerns. In 1992, the Malaysian government pledged to limit the expansion of palm oil plantations by retaining a minimum of half the nation's land as forest cover. Yes. Oh, but, gosh. But, thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. But what kind yeah. of forest cover is this? 
they're at just the mowing it to the mud. And then they're planting these palm oils. There are many, many social issues that come with this, as you can imagine. Now you have large groups of conscripted workers, so to speak, and they're pretty very, much very low wages. That. There's all kinds of issues with that. It has a huge impact on the wildlife, particularly primates and yes. particularly the orangutan. It may be too late to save these species because of this incredible ravaging approach to food production. This stuff started out as developing biodiesel from this stuff. It was used as a lubricant for machinery during World War II and stuff. Isn't that like canola oil, oil, submarine oil? oil. It was... (laughs) Oh, yeah, it's edible, too. The war's over. What are we going to do with all this palm oil? Well, I bet we could eat that. (laughs) Somebody will buy it. It's got calories, doesn't it? That kind of approach makes your hair raise on the back of your Mm -hmm. neck. These are the kinds of issues, and I don't think that it's properly being addressed. One of the problems, for instance, is that they discovered that while it's true that this might be considered a viable substitute for oils that have a lot of trans fats. It turns out that the various health department studies have discovered that, in fact, it tends to raise the LDL levels. How is that better than trans fats? It doesn't seem to be having the promised effect in terms of our personal health. Yes, but in the meantime, it's so all-pervasive because, as you said, it's all over the world now. Yep, and it's and, often a stealth product. And That's it's why, all, and as it's you often say, it's added to something that ordinarily wouldn't have it, just like the peanut butter. We'd have to be careful. Read those labels. Read those labels. And come back next week for The, the Food, Food Guys. Guys. <laughs>